This is Do School Better, a podcast for people who want to transform education. My name is Doris Corda, and for the past several years, I've been training educators. Listen to these episodes and hear about some of the extraordinary programs they've created. We call these pioneers the fire starters. See if you can get some ideas that you can implement yourself to change your own practice. In this episode, I talked to David Pedden. David is the chair of the Entrepreneurship Leadership Program at Battleground Academy, a K-12 independent school in Nashville. So hi, David. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well, doing well. Well, I'm really excited to hear about the program that you're building. Tell me all about it. So the, you came to the workshop. Uh, which one was it? Was it the? It was California. That's uh, right. At Steve's Ranch two, three years ago. That's right. And, and we really, at the time, we, we were dipping our toe in entrepreneurship. And I, I was teaching an elective of history of entrepreneurship. And that's really where our program started. And, and it has really just, it, it has blossomed and, and grown really into something that, you know, what, what we first thought was going to happen, uh, it was nowhere near uh, as, as powerful of a program as, as we currently have. Oh, gosh. I want to hear all about it. And sure. um, I actually think it'd be interesting if you started with coming out of the workshop, sort of going his, uh, from the start to now, sort of what you built. Sure. And we really had a, you know, we sat in Franklin, Tennessee, just, just south, about 20, 20 minutes south of Nashville. And it's really, a, it's, it's a booming city. Uh, in, in many ways, growth is just is coming, but but new business as well. We've we've had healthcare for a long time, obviously the music industry as well, uh, but we have a lot of entrepreneurs. So uh, there were there were a few forces coming together at the at really the right time to say we we need to offer in some form or fashion entrepreneurship. We had we had some parents who were out outside the uh, outside the, the building who who said. You know, we have this desire. I, I was looking for a way to, to really to start to teach more true business courses. That that was my background and and ha, have an MBA and and had been in business before education. And, uh, then our head of school, who was relatively new, he was in his second year. He also had had a vision for for doing more in entrepreneurship, and and so we we came together and said, how can we do this? How can we do this well? And really. Settle, you know, as we looked, the, the, the workshop was really, and the Lean Launchpad method was, was we said, hey, they, we think they're doing it really well. Let's go see what they're doing. And came back at the time we taught one class, which was history of entrepreneurship, a history elective. Uh, and as we came back, we said, Let, let's, let's, let's tear this apart and really see what we can do. And so uh, really that vision said, we can't do exactly the same way that Hawking does, which was one of the great things of the workshop. And, and that you said, you know, find a way to make this fit at your place and at your school. And and so that's that's what we really sought out to do. And so we've created this four-year program uh, in entrepreneurial leadership. And, and one of the impacts of, and we may talk more about it later, but of the workshop is really the power of leadership and communication as a, as a piece of, of, of this. And so we pulled in that leadership component and we, we really, we look at it as we're going to fill their toolbox early, early on. Uh, mm -hmm. our, our traditional speech class that, that all freshmen took 
we revamped it and made it a speech leadership class. Oh, interesting. And, and so all of our students are required to take that for graduation. They have been and, and continue to be. Uh, but that is now part of our, our EL department and program. And, and then from that point on, it, it's really an elective track uh, over the course of the next four years, th- next three years after the freshman year. And so they have the opportunity to take the, the next course is really our intro to lean launch pad, which that's where we, and, and it, it is it is still probably more traditional uh, and it's somewhat in its delivery, uh, but uh, they, that's where they learn the lean launchpad method. That's where they learn the business model canvas. That's where they're watching the Steve Blank videos uh, on Udacity in, in, a, in a flipped classroom environment. Uh, the, the classroom experience is not traditional. I, I can say that, and that's that's what's really been exciting. Is we've really said, okay, how can we how can we really approach this in a more ambitious teaching and learning style? Um, but oh, they, they have that class, and then there then there are some electives they can choose from, and and, and really they have to take two electives. Uh, from a from a variety of course offerings, from micro and macroeconomics to the to the history of entrepreneurship course that I mentioned, and uh, civic partnerships course, which is how does how does local government work, right? If if you want to accomplish something, get something through at the local level, how how do you do that? Uh, and and really in a completely nonprofit way, and we we try to balance the the nonprofit and, and for profit world in in all we do. Uh, and really deliver with a sense of how can how can this also tie into purpose and, and mission within that, and, and that course is really geared towards the, the nonprofit world. It's the only one that's really completely dedicated to that. Okay. Uh, but then, but then if if they choose to do that, they can they can then take our capstone course, which is the 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 only full year course, which is the senior year, and that is where they're they're meeting the real business problems. Uh, saw, meeting with the founders and CEOs and, and, and working just, just like you do there in the, in the Hawkins course. Uh, and, and we do that again three times. And then, then they create their own startup, have the founders day and, and that. So really we, we, we took what, what we saw, uh, there at Hawkins really stretched it out and, and put in some electives. And it, it is really powerful. And, and the students, this is the first year for us to, to have the, the full capstone course. And, and the students are just continuing to blow us away with, with what they can do and what they're learning and what they're doing uh, through this method and, and, and through this approach. Wow, that's really impressive, David. So the students in that court, capstone course now, uh, they are juniors? They, they are seniors. seniors. So the capstone course, we, we this year with it being the first kind of beta test, if you will, the capstone, there, there is a junior in there. Uh, but but we really want that to be a senior level course with not not just with the getting off campus and getting out of the building, uh, but we really want that toolbox to be filled uh, before we get to that point. Oh, that that's really impressive. So as you take a step back from all of that, how would you describe the impact on first the students? And then I'd like to ask you to think about the impact on teachers and the school community. Sure. You know, for students, it's the empowerment. And, and that's one of the big takeaways I came away from, from the workshop as well. But the empowerment of the students. And, and it's, it's this transition from a world where there's one right answer. And how do I find that? Give it to me. You know, I, I, need, I need the parameters. Tell me what I'm finding and I'll go get it. And I'll, and I'll regurgitate it back to you. Uh, but but it really is that move from from that 
learning environment to one where it is, I'm really discovering this myself and, and the skills of, okay, my teacher says, they may not even have this answer for this question that I've posed. How do I go find it? And, and, and then how do I validate what I believe and what I'm holding as my hypothesis or my, my theory of what I think is right? How can I validate that? Uh, and really watching them learn and grow and the confidence that that builds within them uh, to really be able to tackle in, anything that comes their way. That's phenomenal. Absolutely. And what, when you think about the impact this has had on teachers? Well, for, for teachers first, I, I can speak for myself and, and those in the department. You know, it, this has been a change for us as well. Um, with in, in teaching, I've been primarily uh, economics and history uh, in, in the classroom. And, and there was there was so much just content delivery. And the impact on me is seeing how if I, if I, if I can break away from that as well and, and really help set the parameters and, and give them problems and let them go rather than, than forcing my own thoughts uh, and, and injecting myself into that many times, uh, they can come back with, with far more powerful results than I ever could have imagined. And really watching that happen, it's transformed how, how I teach. Uh, even even in that intro course, you know, you go from within that flipped environment of they're, they're learning this stuff through the videos, the method through the videos. Now, when they come back in my classroom, it, my first, the, the first semester of that, I, I, I wasn't a very good teacher of it. And I regurgitated the, the lesson that Steve had to make sure that they got it. That was kind of a check. And, and now it is, how can I engage them in such a way that they're using this information and really owning taking ownership of the material and, and internalizing it themselves so they truly understand it, not just uh, is that regurgitation. So we as a department, uh, first, for, I, I was really the lead teacher within that, but then also our whole department, uh, as, we, as we've as we added members of the, of the teaching faculty to it, uh, it, it's had an impact on us. And the conversations we have with each other, you know, at the lunch table, in between classes, before school, after school, uh, it, it really has been some of the most rewarding uh were some of the most rewarding moments of my teaching career of, of really saying, hey, let, let's see how we can do this better and, and how we can really be impactful. Um, and I can tell you also that teachers outside the program, for the first year or so, they heard about it and, and, and there was this push, okay, how can we sprinkle some quote-unquote entrepreneurship in there? Because that word is so used so much and, and has so many different meanings. And, and for a long time, you know, you would see them say, hey, I'm doing this where we're, we're teaching them this about business and this. And, it's, it's, it's bigger than just business and, and it's really the skills and how they can do that. And now as, as our, our capstone students are really reaching out across departments and they're using much of the information they've had in other classes and going back to those teachers and, and they're seeing the impact. I, I think it is having an effect on this campus. Uh, one, one of the terms we like to use with, with what we're doing in entrepreneurship is really applied liberal arts. Because it is, it's it's using many of the skills they're learning in other classes. So, you know, when we say, okay, how can you validate your 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 thought here, uh, your design, your prototype? Now let's get out of the building and go test it. Well, that that's very similar to if you're writing an English paper, right? Right. Uh, what is the supporting information that how you're going to support your thesis? And so uh, there is a lot of carryover. And I think it is having an impact on how they're approaching the the how to and other other facets on campus as well. That's wonderful. I I um I think school uh should be teaching students how to think, not what to think. 
And right. what you describe is teaching and learning about uh, that gives students the skills when you talk about empowerment and giving them agency, the skills to to learn and think about things critically. I I wanted to a uh, couple things you said triggered something for me that I want to ask you about. So we've learned a lot in the last couple years of working with a lot of teachers and educators from all over as they've implemented their programs. And and a few of the things, um, there there's a lot of excitement in what I'll call innovative education, around innovative education right now. And a lot of things being thrown out there, entrepreneurship, experiential education, PBL, all kinds of things. And what what you're talking about, um, I love that you're using the word teaching still. Uh, when I hear people in this space talk about being more a facilitator and a guide, I really don't react well to that because I think this is um, immersive teaching. It's just very different, a uh, very different experience. And right. what you said about what's happening in your department, in your in in your experience, uh, I when I taught in tradition in more traditional classes, I never was a traditional teacher. But when I taught in more traditional classes, there was very little room in schools to collaborate as a teacher. And you brought up the collaborative piece, and I think that's enormous. And I'd like you to. If you could give a couple examples of how that's making an impact at your school, how you see that collaboration. Sure. Well, one one great example, and, and I may not illustrate this as well as if you saw it on a daily basis, but our other the 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 other teacher who teaches the Intro to Lean Launchpad course, uh, he and I both have have graduate degrees in business, and and both spent time in that. And so when we started teaching and, and I came back from the workshop and again, just, just dove into the material and, and looking at the method and, and, and really how can we make this the best thing? You know, I saw the difference between where, where he and I were, were more similarly aligned in terms of our teaching styles, right? We, we both had, and, and he is, he's a great educator and, and has our students interest first and always has done that. Um, but then I saw the difference between where, where I had gone and really where he still was in terms of hammering that content. And, and the more that we were able to look and share and, and, you know, he sat in on my classes, I sat in on his classes and, and really began those discussions. It opened up this world of, you know, where he, he then was running with new ideas and, and what if we tried this? Hey, I did this today in class. It didn't work well. Or I did this in class and it worked incredibly well. And, and he just had a, had a project that he brought into the classroom, which was really a, a, a lesson in leadership and leadership styles. And, and, and it was, it was, it, it, he involved different roles within a group setting and, and really gave them some props to, 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 to build a, a, a small structure out of Legos. And then they had to you know, solve some problems with it. And, but, but using, injecting different leadership styles through props and so forth. And it was it was one of the best things I've seen in the classroom 
ever. And I've now, I've now taught for nearly uh, 15 years and, and it was maybe oh, wow. one of the best lessons I've ever seen. And, and, and he, from where he came before, which was more this traditional content content driven where he wanted to go over, you know, sales figures and cost structures and, and analyze that. And how can you, how can you value a, a, a startup and and then go for it and get venture capital that like he was so ingrained in the, in the weeds of, of that to where now it's it's really this this bigger and and more ambitious uh, style uh, that really teaches them those those skills and the how to without getting in the way well and, and i'll say this too we both with the capstone students because he he is in there some as well just just as a as a, another set of eyes and ears um as as we're teaching this you know, he and I have both fought, uh, and it's it's not been easy to inject ourselves in what where we think the group should go uh, with a given business. You know, it's 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 easy for us to to sit there and say, "Hey, we we think we have the answer. We can see this." And the students aren't, you know, they may not have the business background to see that maybe we could help. And and really, we've had to fight, but it's it's been good, and we've seen the reward of it. Of, of stepping back and saying no, they they really have to do this on their own, and they may go a different direction, but we need to let them do that, and we need to allow them the room to fail if if it fails or succeed if it succeeds, and then pivot to a different direction on their own rather than rather than cutting that off. And, yeah, it makes total sense. You know, sense. having taught content driven courses and now teaching like this, I'd like you to talk about. When somebody says to you, but wait, but wait, so they're learning skills, but they're not really learning any content. How, how can we do that in a school? I'd love to hear your, your answer to that. Sure. And, and early on, you know, that was one of the big concerns. Uh, our school, which is a, we're in our 127th year as a school, and, and it has stood for a long time. And, and this community is really this pillar of great education. And, you know, we, and when they, our students graduate, it's this. And, and, for a long time, you know, it was rigor, 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 and, and it, it still is, but in a, in a more rich and, and truer way rather than maybe it's different just different kind of rigor, with, with right? It's, I, I would say it's at least as rigorous as Absolutely. rigor. In many, it, I would say it's much, much more rigorous. It's I would agree. rigorous at a, at a more d- in-depth level, um, and, and that's the thing that, that I think people have started to see. And one, one example I use in the Capstone course, one of the businesses, which was a uh, – custom tailoring business uh they they were just starting out it was two there were two lifelong friends one had been someone in, in this business another one had been in the family a family business very successful uh in, in the in the national business community uh they left to go start their own custom tailoring business and were taking on a couple in, in that area and one of their needs that was really growing early on was they needed a website they, they were pretty young into this and they needed a website for a lot of reasons well our students in the capstone course jumped on that as one of the solutions that they needed. And on one of our check-ins on a Friday, you know, they, they said, okay, we're, we've, we've said they need a website and here's the website we've started building for them. And one of the students in the course asked, how did you, how did you come about and actually in, in building this website? He said, well, I taught myself coding. What? And so within two weeks, he saw the need to teach himself coding. I could have never taught him coding. Yeah. But, but he, he did that to the point where he could create this, this beautiful and very functioning website um, 
for this for this company. And so, I, you know, I was able to share that with the faculty members that, you know, if we had had a class in coding, that may have taken, a, a, you know, maybe a full semester or a full year to get him to the level which he got in two weeks because he had this deadline moving and really was bought in and had ownership of this problem and wanted to solve this one. And so that was something that he learned some content, uh, some pretty heavy content. Uh, and just one example of, of him going and doing that on his own rather than me sitting there like train on this is how you code. Now click this and that. And he was able to do that himself. Yeah, I, I think this is what you're talking about is enormous. A lot of people who aren't close to this um, immediately think about this as, oh, this is about business and its skills. Uh, but, it, but, you know, this isn't for the students who want to go the heavy-duty academic route and need to take the AP classes, et cetera. And I, you know, we've worked with tons of teachers who are uh, using these methods in science classes and humanities classes and math classes. And um, I think that as... As you um, and others get iteration after iteration of practice, um, you know, experimenting and building programs and seeing what the students can do, you're going to have students who teach themselves um, all kinds of content uh, in the course of of, of the of doing the work. And the the coding is a great example. You're right. You could you could have the kid in a year long class lecture-based class and they um they probably wouldn't learn as much absolutely and it, and it has it's had that impact already do you see in the school you, you mentioned some of the other teachers do you see other teachers in the school who are uh more single discipline based teachers um getting more open to the idea of trying these kinds of methods in their classes I do. One one of the things, and I mentioned our new head of school. We we also uh, we revamped our strategic plan uh, within this same with this in the same cycle, and and actually this EL program was was added as as one of the key components of that uh, late in the game, just because already people were seeing the power within it. Uh, but one of the things we've gone to as a school is we're saying, okay, let's have an inquiry based. Uh, philosophy of learning and teaching within within the school and, and really unpacking what that means and obviously that's one uh, teaching and learning style and it can be but but I'm thankful that that really our head of school uh, and also our division head in the upper school have really embraced uh, let's go out and let's let's try some different things and and so while while yes we're inserting this program, uh, to the to the life of the school, this isn't the only only place where that's happening, and so calling for this, and so we as teachers uh, and across the board, not just within our department, you know, that really started a lot of the discussions between us as, as those teachers of how how can we do this do this better, and so we 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 have a lesson uh, a lesson plan fair, if you will, where teachers will go in uh, in some of our professional development time set aside and we're actually teaching them going through the lessons and we've been fortunate to to present two of in in two of those and, and really the feedback from other teachers has been that i can use this element in my classroom i can use that element in my classroom you know how how can i how can i engage them within what, what we're doing and, and, and partner with you uh, and, and really doing some projects 
in the history department, we've done some uh, also uh, in the in the art department, and really that that was the that was the bigger win because you know, as Steve says, it's entrepreneurship should be taught more as an art class than than even a business class, and so I think that's when people's eyes really started opening. That's exciting. When, when, when we were working with them, absolutely. Well, and I don't know, uh, I don't know if you know this. This has become you know teaching this method has exploded the demand for it so much that I. I started a nonprofit recently called Wildfire Education, and what you just described is the reason that we're calling it wildfire. Because th- this tends to happen when when teachers see see the results in the students, and you know they want to they want to try it. And the other thing I wanted to ask you about that because your your program, David, is so impressive. And um, w- what I would love to hear your thoughts about are for a teacher who doesn't have a business background and has been teaching for several years and doing it in a pretty traditional classroom. Um, but what can, what can you tell them about, you know, it can be very intimidating to the idea of starting this. And, and, and I think it's all about experimenting and trying just like it is for the students. What would you say to a teacher like that who's a little intimidated after hearing about your impressive program? appreciate your, your kind of words on that. You know, really, in some ways, I think one of the bigger blocks to both John and myself, who who are heavy into the, the business side of this, we did have the business background. And that actually, I think, created some hurdles for us to have to get over to kind of free our minds from, you know, this is how we learned it uh, in, in graduate school or, yeah. or this method or that method. I think I think we really had to, had to step back and, and kind of untangle some of that ourselves before we could we could really go. And so I, I would say in many ways, you know, that teacher's at an advantage uh, because, because they don't have that, uh, that, that hang up that, that to get through. Right. And, and it yeah. can be applied. It, it transcends business. We are, we are, we are working with, with businesses uh, and nonprofits, but uh, it, any organization, but the, but the method can be applied to, to many different things. And, and really the thing, and, and this is a key to all of learning and, and really I think getting back to why most of us got an education in the beginning, right? It, it, because we do love lifelong learning, and and that is we love students. It, it's being free to fail and and really free your mind of that. I think that goes with anything, any new endeavor you really try to reach out and do. If you're constantly worried about that fear, what if I don't succeed? Uh, and you don't stretch yourself and fail, you'll never you'll never truly learn and grow through that. And so. I think that's the biggest hurdle to get over for anybody uh, is is really freeing your mind, and that's and we, we preach it. We have the Samuel Beckett quote up on our up on our wall in our in our EL our main EL classroom. You know, if I've ever tried ever failed, no matter try again, fail better. Yeah. And and we really want people to to embrace. You know, we we talk about embracing failure and embracing ambiguity within our within our program. Of you know, we we may we may fail, but we're going to learn we're going to learn a new way to do something. You know, that's a, when he created the light bulb. I, I didn't create, I, I didn't find one light bulb. I found, you know, however many different ways not to do a light bulb. And that taught me how to do it. That's awesome. And what, you know, what I try to do in these workshops is give everybody what they need to, to be able to start, have a pilot, give them all the methods and the starting point. But everybody, after the first pilot, uh, people create their own and build their own. And, it's just a starting point. I love the program that you've built and what you're doing. And um, 
I really hope you'll keep in touch, and um, I want to I want to come down and see see the program in action. Ab- absolutely, we'd love to have you, and, and likewise, it, it's it really has been exciting to to be able to be a part of it. You know, and and to that to that point too, this started with just a simple history class. Yeah, and and I saw light bulbs go off with students when we were able to kind of delve in some of the non traditional ways. Uh, which now with, with, with the support of, of the school around us and, and leadership, it, it has really, like you said, taken like wildfire and it has been exciting. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, ha- I can't, can't wait to see what you do next, David. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. If you like the podcast, please consider leaving a review on iTunes. For more information about our training, go to wildfire-education.org.